Ben Schwartz, my body is simply crazy with wanting you. If you don't DM me tomorrow, I don't see how I can wait for you. Just kidding, I'll wait. I wonder if your body wants mine the way mine wants yours, the kisses, the hotness, the wetness, all melting together, the being held so tight that it hurts, the strangle and the struggle. Ben Schwartz, will you be the Alfred Stieglitz to my Georgia O'Keeffe? to see needy all at the same time well we do not have any answers to these questions but we still have a lot of opinions and we would like to share them with you join us every thursday to talk it out and please date my friend ben schwartz Welcome back to another episode of Date Me Ben Shorts, a podcast. My name is Kelsey, and here with me is my pal slash co-host, Seb. Pew! Finger guns. All right. <laughs> How's it going, Seb? It's going all right. It's a regular day. How about you? I mean, <laughs> going pretty well, considering <laughs> I just dropped and smashed my computer. Yeah, that was a bit of a bummer. I know, but now I have your little device, so. Okay. I think it was like the screw that that's the bottom of the mic stand that kind of... <laughs> sealed its fate it's like the one two millimeter thing that it hit out of everything (laughs) it could have possibly landed it just hits that in the corner but this is like when people are like you're not clumsy it's like no i am clumsy (laughs) i just like this is not the first computer i've broken i one time was holding one of mine and then i just let it go (laughs) like i just like a cat you were done with you're just like here (laughs) i'm never done with cats but it's technology i'm like fuck that (laughs) though my, my brother also dropped his first macbook pro and like put a decent dent in the side it's like it was like almost like when you like kind of crush a can of pop in your hand yeah i did that to my dad's too and so then he won't let me touch his technology anymore because i just keep (laughs) fucking it up that's okay don't trust me with your devices i say as i'm holding your ipad (laughs) that's okay i trust you don't worry um kels do you have do you have any updates uh not really just kind of cruising been dating the same person for uh like two months that's pretty good yeah Yeah, so i feel like the topic we're gonna discuss today is like pretty relevant and what is what is that topic today's topic is relationship timelines interesting Mm -hmm. so how the relationships unfold what milestones you're supposed to reach supposed to in Air quotes. air quotes yeah 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 <laughs> and yeah just like how they're supposed to right. unfold based on the internet how, how, how or you, progress progress yeah, i guess yeah and based on articles we found on the internet have you ever felt like any 
like parental like or sibling pressure oh my god yes stuff like that yeah yes i often get like like because i think my family wants me to start having kids yeah and so like i will get like comments about Mm. like well are you dating anybody and like Oh, well, I don't know. I just get a lot of feedback right. about being single and right. um, a lot of the, let me swipe for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it definitely can kind of impact for how sure. you view your relationship because you're kind of like going along somebody else's maybe timeline. Yeah, well, their, their, their expectations, own. right? Yeah. And I, I mean, not to kind of make an excuse, but I think I've had some not fabulous relationships in the past Mm -hmm. and so for me to date somebody who's like actually a nice person Mm -hmm. and I'm like trying to still figure things out but I'm also still trying to figure myself out a little bit and so like when I was reading some of these relationship timelines I was like (laughs) (laughs) I have blown through those uh, timelines and I'm not where they are saying one is supposed to be at that but yeah I was uh this week I watched that movie Promising Young Woman Mm. Uh, really good it's good really good gut-wrenching but uh also like there was this one scene and not to give anything away the the main character oh jesus that was a mug that's okay it's (laughs) still alive i got got it on sale it's not a big deal it's okay i'm so sorry i need to be like a bubble person (laughs) we're just gonna get bubble wrap around everything and then all right that's okay don't worry um anyway so the main character cast she's at lunch with another woman she knows and the woman has had twins and you know she's talking about that a little bit and then she asks the cast like do you have any kids and she says no she's like no and the woman like looks kind of like i don't know kind of like that feigned empathy she's like you'll get there and i was like fuck you that's i've been <laughs> actually told when people like will ask about and it's i don't know sometimes it's parents curious about my relationship well yeah. kids often will and sure. then some other parent and then they'll be like oh you will you'll find you just haven't met that person yeah. yet and it's like okay cool yeah. thank you for your unsolicited input yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's like uh you're you have kids sure that's fine maybe that's not yeah. where i saw my life at this point whatever yeah. but uh, the like the smarmy it's like, it also played by uh allison brie who she's good at oh, kind of that, that kind yeah, of like yeah. that catty mm-hmm, business mm-hmm. in, in, in her, like some of her roles so i was just kind of like oh like get the fuck out of yeah, here you yeah. uptight blah. yeah 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 <laughs> but uh anyway so I, I anyway recommend that movie i had it like in my um on my watch list but then i can't remember what what platform it's, it's is on, it on crave or like oh, through yeah, hbo right anymore. now i think yeah, yeah so ugh, they're so expensive yeah you guys the add-ons and the add-ons and right? the add-ons yeah. and things like that so anyway. i know i know Both. but anyway timeline so we went and did our very professional research, as always, mm-hmm. an hour before recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and We were in the library hitting the books. <laughs> yeah. And we found some interesting uh, articles. And interesting shouldn't necessarily mean meaningful or impactful, but like something that piqued our interest mm-hmm. and something to discuss. So, Kels, why don't you share the first one that you found? Okay. So, I also do want to say, like, again, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but Seb and I are both like heterosexual Mm. like i'm i identify as female Mm. uh, he identifies as a male so when we talk about like this kind of relationship stuff like we are kind of coming from our uh how do i say this it's our experiences right our 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 own subjectivities yeah come into play um 
But I should also mention that, like, the so the first one that I got is from Zeusk, which also I think is pretty heterosexual based. Yeah, like a lot of the major like dating sites and dating yeah. apps too, I think are more geared towards. I think we talked about that yeah. in one of the previous. Yeah. yeah early so. on. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, Zeus, and this pretty recent article actually from just yeah, from like last May year. May 2021. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So this is their timeline, okay? okay? So they say, after your second date. Wait, wait, where'd the first date go? I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> there is no first date. Apparently you just jump right into the second date. Okay. And in the second date, you talk about your sexual history, mm. which I think that's super important. I think you should be talking about your sexual history with any partner before you engage in sex i mean like it's not sure. like the sexiest discussion but you yeah. need to be taking protection over your own or at least what the expectations are yeah. when it comes to that thing if, you know, well somebody for me has... i'm thinking of it more in terms of like you need to be open about if like you've if you've got anything your sexual health oh, yeah. and all that kind of thing i feel like that is something you need to be important and you need to take responsibility for your own sexual health you can't just be like absolutely well, they'll tell me if they have something because yeah. they won't sometimes right yeah. so i think that this is they do have like i the second date yeah, I feel like the second date. What do you think? You think that's good? The second date? If you're starting Again, to get frisky with one another? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. I think any discussion about sexual desire, sexual history mm. is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's, I'm going to say this probably over and over again. I don't think there's any specific time. Like, oh, like the second time you'd have a deep discussion. Yeah. But I think I think it's good to have it earlier on than mm-hmm. later on, which I agree in this sort I think, of yeah. this timeline that Zeusk.com has put together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then they say the third date and onwards yeah. is when you have sex. To okay. which I say, fuck that, have sex whenever you want. Yeah. Do First it. First date, second date, third yeah. date. It doesn't matter. Two months, two years, doesn't matter. And if somebody says to you, Oh, well, she put out on the first date. Buddy, you did too. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. As long as you're having fun, it doesn't really matter. So yeah, you're fun, um, safe, and consensual. Yeah, those are the, exactly. the, the three things. The, <laughs> yeah, as long as you got all those, yeah. then you're. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that rule. Yeah. Um. Also, you don't have to have sex on the third date. Maybe you want to yeah. have sex on like the seventh date. It does yeah. not matter. Like it's exactly. I. So I feel like the fact that they have something in there to be yeah. like, this is when you have sex. It's yeah. like, all right, sit down. Yeah. Um, okay, then the third to fifth date is when you have a sleepover and you see each other's homes. Yeah. And then after one month, they say you meet friends and discuss finances. Now, this right. is what I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Because for me, like, finances are a super personal thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, well, not, I don't think just for me. I think for a lot of people that yeah. finances can be a really um, personal thing. Absolutely. But yeah, so finances can be very personal. Mm-hmm. And I think one month after knowing somebody, I don't know if I'd want to be like, here's my income. Yeah. This is like my what I have in savings. This yeah. is what I have in my emergency fund. Mur, mur, mur. Like, I feel like that's something for me. But then again, maybe, I don't know. I could be having this view because <laughs> I can be, even though I have a podcast about dating. <laughs> I can be very private about certain things. Sure. And so I think for me, it takes a while for me to trust somebody. And I don't think I trust somebody after one month. Yeah, you that, know? that's fair. I think also there's a sort of a stigma around talking about finances. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move this. No, it's <laughs> One so inch sorry. to the, your right, left. <laughs> Okay, we'll cut that out. Or not. We'll just leave it in. I don't want to do much more editing. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, you shouldn't have to just because I have difficulty <laughs> with spatial awareness. But I think, yeah, there's a stigma around talking about finances maybe because like that's just what we've learned to do. Because mm-hmm. like people are like, oh, hush, hush, you don't talk about money. It's like impolite. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, a very like middle class thing. I don't know. It, it's It's mm-hmm. definitely like a result of our parents upbringing our bringing and so the way they talk about money because other people other cultures other areas other times they talk open freely about you know what mm-hmm. they make or how much things cost and you're like mm-hmm. oh it's like, you don't you don't ask how much that person's car costs like that's mm-hmm. that's that's, that's, not, um, that's rude but well why not like if they're willing to tell you that's yeah be up there so but i don't think like maybe i think i think i may be with you that maybe f- discussing your whole finances after one month of knowing somebody mm-hmm. is a bit soon but i think at any point where you may see a future with that person you're like yes you want to um then open up to each other discuss you know like what like spending habits are like you know what you know different things you know maybe you're thinking about cohabitating you know, maybe six eight however mm-hmm. much later you know that's, those are things like how much does your apartment cost if you're paying four grand for an apartment and i'm paying two mm-hmm. like are we really going to that makes yeah, sense yeah, to me. Yeah. But like, because I think the other thing too is I just don't, I, and maybe it's because I've never had these conversations with a partner, but like, how would you even broach this discussion after a month? Like, I don't, Yeah. I feel like you'd have to be talking about it for it to come up naturally. Otherwise, it's just like weird to. Is it though? For me, I okay. think. Yeah, because maybe. I, but maybe that's just because I'm also still learning all this stuff and mm. I don't know, I haven't had that experience. Like, how would you broach that subject? Well, maybe like if we, yeah, like I don't know if there's a, like a necessarily like a natural way mm. that it has to happen, but if there are sort of discussions about like, hey, let's spend money and do this, or let's go on a trip, or let's see a con, or mm. like going out for like a lot of dinners and be like, hey, like we need to pump the brakes a little bit because I don't make this much money to spend, you know, yeah, three hundred dollars oh, at Buk- Buka every weekend, right? So yeah. like I think as you're sort of getting to know each other, what people like. Uh, is there like an expectation that I'm going to have to buy like that person a motorcycle or like mm. a Louis Vuitton handbag mm-hmm. or different things like that? So you can be like, hey, listen, like I make this much money. Yeah, I spend this on rent. This is my savings. This is my RSP contribution or whatever mm. the different things are. If you're you know lucky enough to be able to in the position where you can have multiple things or if, mm-hmm. if, even if you're working hour to hour, mm-hmm. um, paycheck to paycheck, then that's a different conversation where it's like, okay, yeah, you can't, go have bottle service mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah once a month or whatever yeah, that's a lot of money like the yeah. markup is crazy expensive so i think feeling each other out and knowing what you like doing together i think that can help guide that discussion as well yeah Just okay that, yeah yeah i feel like those are pretty good points okay okay so then they say after two months you start bringing each other to work functions um not for the past two years I know. Well, this is the thing. It's like, this was updated in May 2021. That's so probably I'm from like, the U.S., though. They don't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they have stadiums full of people. Oh, my God, like I know. Doing everything, yeah. so. Okay, and then after three months is when you meet each other's family. Okay. After six months is when you travel together. And after one year is when you move in together. Okay. So what are your thoughts on that? I feel like that could be in any particular order. Like, yeah. Like, work functions is also, like, a very kind of yuppie middle class idea because not every place has like work functions yeah i don't have work functions yeah. at mine yeah unless i'm like do you want to go to fun fair 
I used to fucking love fun fairs. Like, I did get, too. Getting all you the know, tickets and you exchange the tickets for like the prizes at the end. I know. There was one school I worked at and they had a bounce castle. Ooh. And I was like, and a dunk tank. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was I like, like that. that's sweet. Um, so yeah, like that's also the thing. Like that could be here or there. And also too, like I think it would depend on too, if you did have work functions, like are you a lawyer or are you like this? Like some professions are more conservative mm. than others. Like would you bring your brand new partner? Well, like, I think... St- two months is still pretty new yeah would you bring that to like an old stodgy like like legal partner meeting i don't know what the yeah fuck yeah called, but like i think it depends on context and same like traveling like what what does that mean and it like, doesn't mean like taking a road trip does it mean like getting on a plane going to a resort because that can happen mm-hmm. also differently or is, it, or is it just like tr- stay overnight somewhere else that's not your homes mm-hmm. i don't know meet family i don't i don't really see there's any Thing. like is it like a formal like come down for dinner type thing meet all the cousins <laughs> or is it just like oh we ran into you know my mom at the mall because we, mm-hmm. we happen to be there at the same time or yeah whatever it is like that's well i feel like when they're saying meet family yeah. it seems <laughs> like with the, their yeah. timeline it yeah. almost seems like it's like no you have a dinner and it's like a formal you meet the family yeah which again but then i don't know maybe i'm just like because i was reading these and i was just like Oh, <laughs> I'm behind. Uh, but right now, I'm just enjoying getting to know this new person. Yeah. And like, so most of our dates, I mean, because it's pandemic, mm-hmm. are like at like one of the other houses yeah. and just kind of like hanging out. We'll go for like, or we'll make dinners or we'll order it. Actually, do you know what we're doing this weekend? What's that? that? I'm really excited for What? Because I've never had a chance to do this with a date. What's that? We're going to St. Lawrence Market. Oh, I, I think you, you talk about that before, mm-hmm. right? That's that, like one of my big things that I've always wanted to do. And that skis ball who like lied Ugh, and like got off. Anyway, off topic. Go listen to episode two or three, I think. Either sc- <laughs> one of them. Scrubs or uh, uh, the fuck boys. Yeah. I can't remember which one it and, was. But, uh, um, yeah. And I think it was Scrubs. Yeah. But I've always wanted to do this with a guy. That's really and fun. Nobody, yeah. And so tomorrow we're going to get together. We're going to go grab some coffee and then go to St. Lawrence Market and then come back to my place. Nice. And make some dinner. Very and nice. And watch Little Women. Oh, very lovely. <laughs> All know. of that. I like it. <laughs> um, and then I think we were going to watch that after that because I was like, can we do like Little Women just have it like on in the background? Because I feel like that's just one that I don't want to like sit and yeah. watch. I think we're going to watch that Jojo Rabbit one Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one too. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, so pretty jazz. Yeah, that's cool. Uh huh. Okay, so that's their thing, and then yeah, after one year, move in together. Which, again, I just like. But I mean, I guess this also makes sense because this is maybe for older people. And I do, I from some of the stuff that I read, it was like once you're in your thirties, things are gonna speed up. It's yeah. gonna be you're not like waiting so long to move in with each other. You're like boom, boom, boom. And so I have heard that before. So I'm like, okay, after yeah. one year, maybe. But I'm also, <laughs> then I panic because I'm like, I'm so used to being on my own. Yeah. Like having somebody move in with me, I'm like. That's yeah, a big adjustment. It's like it's you're really like carving out almost like half your life for that person. Because yeah. you're going to be, when you're not working and you're not out, you're at home with them. Yeah. Also like their closet, they need closet space, they need drawer space, you know, mm-hmm. they need a, a, a toothbrush in the thing. Yeah. So it's a big adjustment. I don't think one year is like, one year move in like that's it like yeah. or that's nothing but uh yeah i don't know if i uh subscribe to that yeah i think it, when it when it makes sense that's when you move in together yeah when it feels right <laughs> when it feels right when that's... millie and max say it's okay yeah exactly there you go when they give their <laughs> paw of approval yeah 
Okay, you found a really good one from Reddit, but I want to skip. I want to come back to that one because okay, that yeah, one yeah, yeah. that's a whole that's... Can, can of beans right there. <laughs> yeah. I found on theweddingwire.com or okay. weddingwire.com their the wire. their oh, ultimate relationship timeline that leads to marriage. Oh, okay. which to me is like okay, that's the one you want, and I think we'll have a different perspective of the marriage timeline mm-hmm. from Reddit, which. They always have an interesting perspective over there <laughs> yeah. in the, the dirges of the internet. Yeah. Um, so the first step is the meet cute or the not so cute, you know, mm-hmm. where, wherever it happens to be. Um, have you ever had like a meet cute type thing? I don't know what a meet cute is. It's like you're at like a bookstore and you're like browsing and like some guy like reaches for the same book and you laugh and then like you get, oh, then you get a coffee. So hang on. Is that like when you're walking down a busy hallway and you drop all your paper and then yeah, you're yeah. going to pick it up and then some guy picks it up yeah, with you? Yeah, so, some handsome new person around is just like, hey, can I help you with that? Exactly. And then and then you look up and all of a sudden there's a fan and your hair is yeah. glowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I haven't had that. I wish. Yeah. I I think I'm too fucking awkward yeah. for a meet cute. Because <laughs> like, like, honestly, they'd probably, like I'm sure a meet cute no i do know okay no this wasn't a meet cute but i was in a bar once yeah and uh my friend was like chatting to some guy so i was just kind of standing by myself and i was like i will watch the sport on the tv (laughs) and so i was just like looking at it and then i was just kind of well you know i'm a very jumpy person yeah and this guy popped up beside me and was like hey and he asked me something and i yelped (laughs) and then he was really like he wasn't upset but he was very like oh my god i'm so sorry and then i was like no i'm so sorry and then it just became so awkward that i was like okay bye <laughs> so, so no i haven't had a meet cute maybe that's a meet not so cute but that, yeah. that could have turned around you know if like... it could have if i wasn't who i am yeah. <laughs> but i like who i are so keep it that oh, way oh thanks uh so the second step after the meet cute was get to know you so maybe that may be that coffee after you pick up the person's papers or their yeah. art supplies or whatever yeah. their architectural drawings <laughs> <laughs> for playing the hallmark movie and then after that that like immediately meet their parents or their friends which seems quick i don't know like hey we just want to get married so we're just gonna blow past all these other yeah. different things but yeah uh, you know that seems fell for step number three okay step number four saying i love you See, now, I think I would say I love you before meeting the parents. Yeah. Because. You would want to present somebody yeah. to your parents that, like, I'm serious about this person. Or, like, I have strong feelings yeah, about this person. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not, not, like, here's fucking Barry. Like, who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. Here's Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Come, come meet my parents, yeah. Kevin. Oh, by the way, Kevin's gone next yeah. week. <laughs> then spending holidays, taking mm-hmm. trips together. Okay. which I feel we've covered and then move to move in or to n- not move in together, okay. which is interesting. So I actually got some advice. Oh, sorry. Something fell on me. <laughs> I don't know how to fix this. Okay. I fixed it. <laughs> Everything's falling apart I here know. in the pod pad. Um, <laughs> when I worked at, okay, we'll give you a second. <laughs> I just like, I haven't even drank or smoked and this is just, <laughs> Who I am. <laughs> Don't apologize. It's totally okay. We're both okay. still alive. We have all our limbs. You know, oh man, it's okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so when I worked uh, in retail during university, I was uh, I worked with this gentleman. Are you still laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just let it out. It's okay. Sorry. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Keep going. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna cut this and then put it at the end, just like just you laughing for 15 minutes. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. So when I was are you recording now? Yeah, I'm, oh. I've been recording. All oh time. my god, I'm so sorry. I thought we stopped. <laughs> no, this, it's, okay. like, it's not like tape. It's like we're gonna run out of fucking. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Tape. okay. Um. So when I was at university, I worked at in retail, and there's this uh, older gentleman who not older. He's like older than me. So I was 22. He was probably in his like 50s. Mm-hmm. He had an arranged marriage, mm-hmm. uh, and then he came to Canada, and he said one of the reasons he noticed that. North American couples got divorced a lot was because they lived together before they got married. Oh. And it's in the sense that, like, there, there isn't sort of the care taken to adjust to that person's, like, lifestyle or, like, habits or, you know, the, the way they care about themselves during the day. It's just kind of, kind of taken as, like, maybe more like the default. Like, oh, we just move in together and that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And now we're just, like, two people living together rather than intentionally kind of like okay like we are married now this is it we're in it for the long haul so we have Mm -hmm. to acknowledge each other's you know positives each other's faults Mm -hmm. and then sort of work together toward on that oh i like that. so i think that was like maybe not necessarily like don't move in together before you're married but like i think maybe more the intention Mm -hmm. the the willingness to be in it together for a long time Mm um because like if you move in with somebody that may mean that you're going to get married someday maybe uh-huh. you may not we may still stay together for 25 years but never get married uh-huh. or you may break up the month after you move in together which uh-huh. has happened to a friend of mine which is oh, not fun yeah um but yeah just having that intention which i thought was uh interesting thing yeah. it's like stuck with me that was like 14 years ago he, he talked to me oh, so wow, yeah so i still remembered that kind of I'm like okay yeah. keep that in the back of the brain just to be yeah, yeah, yeah. be mindful because it is another person so you're going to have to, you know. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think that we have to recognize that in a relationship, I mean, you are still bringing two or however many people that are, and each person is its own individualized like mm-hmm. person with its own history and flaws and like the beautiful things about that person, but they're still their own person. Yeah. And so then to expect it to just be like hunky-dory mm-hmm. when you guys move in, I mean... I don't that I think that stresses me out. Yeah. I have a fear about I don't know. Clearly I have. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning a lot about me with that. That's okay. <laughs> but, that's how, but that's how you learn. You talk it out sometimes because yeah. you have thoughts in your head and like you can like argue with yourself, mm-hmm. but you're not getting a necessarily a new perspective, but when you say things out loud sometimes, you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I can hear what I'm saying mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, learn something else." So I don't, it's not, yeah. not it's always a positive. Afterwards, the move in or not to move in, you have the inevitable disagreements which mm-hmm. i feel can happen at any stage mm-hmm. i think pe- as you said two people are their own person so they're not going to agree on everything and yeah. if you do that'd be kind of boring because oh how would God. you challenge how would you grow yeah you know, how would you you know learn to appreciate somebody else's perspective mm-hmm. if you never disagreed mm-hmm. um, well and even like it's well i don't know if this would be considered a disagreement but when i think about moving in with somebody i used to always think like oh no i just want like a homebody like me who can just like hang out but then the more that i'm thinking about like oh my god if i were to live with this person i hope they're extroverted mm-hmm. so that they can be gone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that i can have like nights to myself yeah. you know and yeah i just so i but i don't necessarily yeah i don't think that's an inevitable disagreement but i think it's just like yeah it's just the difference inevitable differences yeah yeah I, I know of a, a couple 
who he lives in Toronto and she lives in New York. I don't, this was a while ago, so I don't know if it's still the case, but they literally lived in different cities, but they were married. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, and they, they were making it work. Like Mm -hmm. they, you know, he would fly there. She would fly here. This is obviously pre pandemic everything, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you know, that, why is that not a reasonable thing? Having your own space, you know, a woman I was talking to like last year was talking about how it's like, she wasn't sure if she would move with anybody because she, she liked having her own space and things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is it a requisite in a relationship to live together? I don't think so. I'm sure there's, we've talked a lot, a lot about just sort of different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all often take things for granted. Like this is the way they work and that's mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be. And that's mm-hmm. what I want. And that's what I'm going to do. But rather than think about like, oh, maybe not. Maybe I do want my own apartment mm-hmm. and then I can spend three nights there. They can spend three nights here, mm-hmm. and then I can have a night to myself, or yeah. like whatever, the, or like however it breaks down. That just spitballing. Yeah. So, well, but even this, like the fact that <clears throat> this is the ultimate relationship timeline that leads to marriage. Yeah. It's like, okay, but what if that's not what you want? What if you don't want marriage? Exactly. Yet, right. And so I think that even still, though, there does seem to be this kind of consensus of like, this is how you do the things, yeah. and it's like, but that might have been how we did the things, yeah. but this is not how we need to continue to do the things. Yeah, it's like, and how did that work out for you Liv, with yeah. the 50% divorce <laughs> yeah. rate? It's like, yeah. clearly Maybe doing it the way the things. same way yeah. has not worked because before, you know, people in marriages would be very unhappy. Mm-hmm. There would be abuse, physical, mm-hmm. emotional, you know, mental abuse. Mm-hmm. There would be, you know, cheating, philandering, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And then, when people were able to get divorces more freely than they did. And so clearly something was not working in either case. So why keep on doing the same thing over and over again? Because that's just, that's what people do. I think that's so silly. Yeah. Because, I mean, we all have examples where, you know, our parents have been together for a long, long time, Mm -hmm. but hasn't been with probably without its up and downs. But what if they live separately and they, but they were still committed to relationships. So it's a whole other thing where it's like it doesn't necessarily need to be the way it is yeah and we can change that we can just decide not to do those things yeah and i think it's also we have to normalize um i mean the two of us in this pod pod aren't going to normalize it for everybody but like i think like we can normalize it in terms of just showing support for maybe Mm -hmm. our our friends who don't want to follow the same trajectory of their they, like because maybe they don't yeah. want it to lead to marriage or maybe yeah. they're just like exploring and doing whatever and i think we have to not be like oh honey you'll get there yeah like we we have to stop pitting people yeah. just because they don't have what we think yeah there's no ex- expiry dates on humans mm-hmm. like until they literally die like you can do yeah. whatever you want yeah <laughs> so it's fine and <laughs> and i mean i think i struggled with this too because for so long i was like well for so long i mean like when i was a, a kid and into a teenager i was like okay i will find my person and then i will we will be married by the time i am 25 and then we will get a house and then by the time i'm 27 we will be expecting or no we will get married and then we will have a baby on the way by 30 and blah blah, blah. and now i'm like thank fucking god that didn't happen because yeah. like I am still a baby in a lot of ways in terms of like, I would like to just lay on my couch Mm -hmm. eating hot Cheetos and crying at the TV sometimes, (laughs) you know, like just following my basal instincts. I don't want to have to be responsible for another crying human. Part of being an aunt that's so great is that I can give the baby back when it starts to cry. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, sorry. That's okay. I think that's important to talk about because mm-hmm. yeah, like we, everything, 
a lot of things are very arbitrary Mm -hmm. and people just like take that as the way it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. or it's not we can do whatever we want next sort of step in this marriage timeline is having tough conversations which is like kind of near the end which i feel like maybe isn't the right right place to have it Hmm. we're talking about kids pets and finances yeah i feel like those are core values that you might want to discuss before you start getting into things i'm thinking maybe like second third fourth date ish type things where you're like do you want kids and somebody's like fuck no and And you're like oh well this might not work because i think (laughs) the other thing too is people are like well i can change their mind i'll just hold out until they change their mind it's like never you shouldn't put your wishes on somebody else no because that's just not fair to expect them to change for you yeah everybody's going to be disappointed yeah because you're going to be disappointed that they didn't change and they're Mm -hmm. going to be disappointed that you kept on anchoring them to do something that they didn't want to do mm-hmm. where they set out at the very beginning i don't want to get a dog i don't want to have kids i don't yeah. want to move to maui or whatever <laughs> like whatever the thing is right <laughs> yeah uh so yeah i think those are very much more earlier on conversations to yeah. establish like yeah is this is the type of person i can see my life with because mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to compromise like what you want out of life which <laughs> seems yeah silly also, i'm sorry i just this is you have these tough conversations after you move in together yeah so hang on okay so your these tough conversations are step nine and so finance is part of that whereas in my thing that i found the finance like the tough kind of conversations were date two yeah so i think i think that day five highlights the whole point where it's like it doesn't fucking matter there's no right order yeah but forever this is like the timeline to lead to marriage so Fucking get on this timeline if you want to get yeah. married. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot the step before tough conversations. Are you, quote unquote, pre-engaged? Which, like, have you talked about it? Have you, like, looked at rings? And Sorry, hang on. You, you've looked at rings before having the... So, yeah. okay. So, your tough conversation then is you go to the ring store and you're like, babe, I want this one. Oh, sorry, honey. We can't afford that one. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. But, uh, <laughs> damn it. This thing fell again. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I think yeah, this is this one's all out of whack. I think communication. I think the 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 goal of this one is definitely marriage and not communication and not yeah. learning yeah. or growing. It's kind of like that. Then you introduce your families to each other, like not meeting the meeting their parents, but to have your parents meet their parents or you know their caregivers or whoever you know whoever mm-hmm. constitutes their family to meet your family, which I I think that's kind of late after you've decided to. Yeah, that does feel late. Yeah. I would feel, hopefully that like over the months, your years or decades or however long you've been together, that you would at least have some attempt to, you know, have the parents over for dinner or something yeah. like that and not, you know, like we're getting engaged. Here's the parents and they don't like each other or like whatever yeah, like yeah, other yeah. nonsense. Like it, that's going to put a whole lot of stress on that end of the relationship mm-hmm. because I think it's stupid. Yeah. And I have this 11th But step. that being said, I will say, I think you and I are both very fortunate in that we we have great relationships with mm-hmm. our families which maybe not is not the case oh, for everybody yeah. else and so for us we're like yeah, yeah let's get each other to meet each other like sooner than later whereas yeah. it might be the case where they're like i really am not like i i don't like and so it could be a cause of stress yeah. so maybe okay so for us yeah. i would say our timeline is like bump it up get yeah. the parents involved but like maybe for somebody else that's this totally is fair more... that's absolutely fair well maybe what i meant more <laughs> is like the if they do, they don't have like the parents that they want like their chosen family it's like oh yeah like yeah, if they yeah. do have those like mm-hmm. parental figures or even just like friends who've been with them through thick okay. and thin like yeah, i yeah, think yeah. that's important to like have those biological families chosen families blended yeah, like yeah. whoever 
whoever are your people that <laughs> have helped you grow the meeting into the person, of the people the meeting of the people yes together i think yes. that that's important yeah. okay yeah, 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 yeah but i definitely agree yeah. you're, you're definitely like we were lucky to have grown up in that sort of sense but yet a lot of people don't get to mm-hmm. um and then they have this step after that called the waiting game which is like <laughs> why like i know it's like tradition to have the the man or whoever propose but in a heterosexual relationship but why can't the woman do it or mm-hmm. why can't they just like yep let's just go to city hall and get married like yeah decide together Mm-hmm. And you and you can shop for the ring together. You can do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You can plan a su- secret surprise. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, don't wait. Just like talk about. If you want to do it, just yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 Like, and then like make your desires known to the other person. Communicate, mm-hmm. saying like, I want to get married to you, or it's blah blah blah. Don't be like, Ma, he didn't propose to me today. Like, yeah. Or like, she didn't like want to marry me today. Like just like yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the last step, proposal. I, I guess you get married after proposing, but I've, I've heard, you know, Gina Lennon, got engaged eight times, but wasn't married once. Who? From Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Chelsea Parade's character, Gina Lennon. Oh, <laughs> okay. I clearly need to go back and start watching That's Brooklyn okay. Nine-Nine. But yeah, so this this also seems like a, I don't know, like an old antiquated like timeline. Mm. But let's go to the, the antithesis of, antithesis of antiquated and go to reddit oh my god let's, okay let's, like let's see what these scumbags have to. so this one guy basically i know i'm the... sorry, I'm, sorry I'm, i know i'm generalizing about scumbags on reddit but there's a lot of fucking scumbags on reddit <laughs> i actually, actually i my one person that i dated was like super into reddit and so he like made me an account and i was like i don't know what i'm looking at yeah. here and so i i think i have an account somewhere still but yeah. i don't this was just from when i googled it was like reddit and i was like yeah. i know that name so <laughs> I don't have many opinions that's, about that's Reddit. I said that it was confusing. Yeah. Fuck them. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Go so ahead. this, basically the too long didn't read, is this one guy was fresh out of a divorce and starting to date. Um, and he was getting comments from women saying that he was moving too fast. So he wanted clarity on dating timelines. Um, and then this is the gem advice that he got from another Reddit user. However, I sh- do want to note yeah. <laughs> that this guy looking for advice uh, refers to sex as smashing. Okay. So, take that as you will. Yes. <laughs> smushing. Yeah. Yeah. Smush, smushing booties. Like, smush. <laughs> like, okay. Fucking, fucking Jersey calm short. Down. Yeah, guy I know. Here, get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so basically, this is the advice. You're in your thirties. Time is up. Stop fucking around before life passes you by. First date, meet. Second date, sex. Third date, one entire weekend spent together. Fourth date, meet one of their family or friends. Also, point out where you. St- this is sorry this is the point where you stop keeping track of how many dates you've been on three weeks to find the relationship six months move in one year proposal one and a half years the wedding two years first kid four years second kid six years stagnation and loss of passion no more sex eight years unofficial divorce nine years official divorce 10 years congrats you're now 40 and single worse in every possible way now repeat all the above steps in an even more compressed timeline I hate this person. <laughs> like I hope, I hope he's trolling, because this is the probably uh, yeah, this is the fucking worst. It's horrible. <laughs> this is terrible. Like, stop fucking around before life. Like what? Like life is, is all we thing. have. Exactly. Like, and so I feel like there's this like thing about no, you have to get married at this point and then you're yeah. done. And then it's like, well then, but then what else do you have to look forward to? Yeah. It's like people say like, I remember you ever see that show Six Feet Under. No. On HBO, it's about the funeral director family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when one of the characters, Nate, he married Brenda, 
and their wedding was like kind of a disaster mm-hmm. and he was like he's like you know what fuck it i'm glad today sucked because mm-hmm. like what else would we have to look forward to because like, people are like oh the wedding was the best day of my life it's like really when you're like 31 mm-hmm. like that's the best day that's yeah downhill for the next fucking 50 years it's true <laughs> though like and i i don't know i just find this so i think the thing that stresses me out about this is just how strict these these yeah. timelines seem to be and they're all very like they're not they don't take in i mean i guess we did kind of search like timeline relationship timelines but it, i just feel like I the think, fact yeah. that there are so many that are so similar yeah. it just kind of it goes back to that piece that i was saying of like they should not be we should not be following these arbitrary rules of like yeah. boom 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 this yeah. is how you do it it should be based on each individual person in the relationship and their comfort in how they want to yeah, move i don't forward. think we can listen to clown ho 69 as like yeah. the ultimate <laughs> yeah. relationship expert but yeah. yeah it's like first date meet second sex entire weekend together after the fourth date you stop counting three weeks like who has four dates within three weeks uh. I don't even know. Like, sometimes, like, it'll be, like, you meet once, a couple weeks go by. I should also note that this was written during the pandemic. So, it's, like, what is happening with this timeline here? Maybe they were were stressed out because they thought the world was ending. They're, like, we gotta fucking bang this shit up. Speed it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, like, yeah, like, I can't think of very many times where I've been on four more dates within the first three weeks. That's a lot of time. That's a long. Yeah. Yeah. Define the relationship like sometimes people like on the especially on the apps it's like if you even like ask them out before three weeks they're like whoa 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 slow down buddy it's like yeah if somebody asked me on the third date or sorry after sorry after three weeks yeah what are we yeah i'd be like not much anymore yeah sorry to say <laughs> fucking nothing i remember <laughs> one guy it was on the first date and he was like well he asked me to be his girlfriend on the third date and he did it by sending me a clip from this show and it was like a i want to say or no it wasn't a show it was like love and basketball or something and it was like are you asking me to be your girl yeah and i so then i wrote back and i was like what (laughs) and then he was like do you want to be my girlfriend i was like okay because i was just not clearly not in the right place (laughs) anyways but on the first day he was like my mom told me i would marry a redhead that should have been i should have got up and left but instead i was like oh anyways goodbye Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, that's define like move in after six months that's quick Compared that to like quick. other ones were like, wait a year or yeah. whatever. Um, and again, as we've said multiple times, it can be whenever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like literally whenever you want. It doesn't yeah. matter. And then proposal, boom, get married six months after the proposal, which I feel like is That's also... a fast engagement. How yeah. do you have time to book everything? Like, like it's, well, especially if you want that type of, yeah. you know, big party wedding thing. Yeah. For sure. It's like... I mean, I could see that if you just want to go to City Hall or have a low-key, like... But then you also don't need those friends. six months to wait. Like, yeah. so then may as well just, again, do it on your own. Yeah. Are you free this afternoon? Exactly. And then, like, pop out that first kid. I, I know that's a very crude way of saying Oof, that, but yeah. it's like... First kid. First kid. Second kid. Stagnation. It's like... Also, again, that's so sad. Yeah. Like, so... <laughs> what? Like, so you're just expecting that all relationships have this stagnation and loss yeah. of passion. Yeah, it's, it feels like you stop communicating, or maybe you never really even communicated, and you were just kind of like running going... on, running on fumes the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Not actually nurturing and building a relationship. You're just going along a timeline based on what some random dude on Reddit is telling you, <laughs> yeah. and then that is why you will have stagnation in yeah. your relationship. And then I love how at the end he's like, "You're now 40 and single, worse in every possible way." Like, worse to what? <sighs> yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like it's. I, I, 
I just like saw this and when you wrote it out in the in our in our dog, I was <laughs> yeah. just like, God damn it, this person is the fucking worst. Yeah. It's saying that this is like I hope it's a troll because this is John Ralphio telling you how to date. (laughs) (laughs) The worst. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So this is awful. I hate everything about it. I hope it's a troll just Mm -hmm. trying to like make fun of this guy. But like this dude like opening up, he's like, I've been on, I'm divorced. I've been on dates. You know, people, Mm -hmm. you know, told me I'm not doing the right thing because yeah, dating. I'm sure dating changed from when he got married. To when he got divorced and that mm-hmm. was back in the game. It's like jumping into a pool, forgetting how to swim. Yeah. And like learning, oh, there's a new way to swim now I didn't mm-hmm. know about. So <laughs> I got to fucking figure that out yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So I feel, why well, they got to be mean to that guy? <laughs> like either way, it's, it's mean if they're trolling him and it's mean if they actually think that's the way things should go. Well, and the <laughs> other thing too is you know there's some jagaloon out yeah. there who's like, yes, this is how you do it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah, okay. So I want to take a, a little, little turn here and let's talk about, because we, we mentioned that, you know, we're talking about dating or these sort of relationship timelines and very much our perspective, you know, mm-hmm. as sort of like white people living in Canada. Mm-hmm. But I want to sort of take a look at maybe like how else, you know, people go on dates or don't go on dates in other countries. So I found this kind of interesting article on insider.com, like what life is like dating kind of around the world. Mm-hmm. So let's go through and let's kind of, I want to gauge, gauge what you, kind of you think. Put that clip in. Thank you. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, easiest comparison, I guess, is to our neighbors to the south, that fucking meth shed that's on fire. <laughs> um, you know, this, and take this with a grain of salt, because they, 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 it seems like they pulled a lot of these answers from Quora, they're just like, hey, people in Australia, how do you feel about dating? And it's like waited for four people to respond. So this is in no way scientific. Please, like, don't take this as any sort of. I hope no rep- one takes rep- any of the things we say with like, representative. well, that's fact. Yeah. <laughs> this is just two pals chatting. Yeah. Over like random internet yeah. <laughs> articles that we find. Yeah. But anyway, so like they say like the US, they're casual. You kind of meet at a bar through friends or through an app. It's kind of like the usual thing and it's like a low commitment low stakes kind of thing mm-hmm. where i feel that kind of plays into the whole like dating economy now anyway we're just like what's the bigger better deal i'm just mm-hmm. going to kind of like have a low commitment in a couple you know, maybe one or two different you know mm-hmm. things and then maybe i'll hit the lottery and you know yeah marry us a model or something like that yeah, yeah. um so yeah i don't know seems kind of vague but yeah. what was interesting for china is that at the time this article was written, I think it's 2018, there were 33.6 million more men than women in China. That's not to say that they were all heterosexual and they were all looking for a wife, but that is quite a difference. That's a big number. And depending on, you know, I guess I couldn't look into all the demographics of like what cities or what areas or whatever it is, but they had come out with a lot of dating schools for men who had never been on dates before and how to act on a date and how to do all those different things Aww. which i think is kind of new neat yeah. you know as to how to how to be respectful how to you know yeah. engage in conversation because say if you are say i don't know 20 in university and you're super nervous and you've never been on a date before mm-hmm. that could be a terrifying prospect to like trying to go out and impress somebody or whatever or if you get set up by somebody or like mm-hmm. it's common to like for uh blind dates to be set up by like the older people in life oh like oh like my aunt knows like her neighbor's friend has like a daughter that you couldn't go on a date with or something right um so they had these like kind of like dating Mm -hmm. schools but i thought interesting 
and I'll, I'll, I'll like speed dating too because the buyer's market like the women have a lot of choice mm, yeah so yeah, i yeah. guess like i guess they're having a way to like stand out and like kind of be that way which is yeah. i thought it was kind of interesting yeah uh if we hop over the pond to the U- united kingdom <laughs> this i think was a weird kind of tip of that apparently they rely more on alcohol over there Mm -hmm. which i feel over here like people drink all the time all the day i will admit i would rather go on a pub date for the first date than a coffee date because it loosens me up at least for sure yeah and it's just like easier to have like that conversation that kind of flows and you just have like a good time i find so absolutely but i think there's also like a much bigger like i lived in outside of london like the outskirts of London for like mm-hmm. a year. And there's a much bigger pub culture. Mm-hmm. Like after classes we had every Thursday, we'd always go to the pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime we met, like went to go out, we went to a pub. It's like, so it was kind of thing. And, th- and they're fucking everywhere too. So it, yeah. it's like you go to the pub. It's, not, it's always not always to like party or, you know, get hammered or whatever. It's like you go have a meal, you have a pint, you watch the game. It's more like a social center mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than like a place to kind of, fucking the bathroom or whatever like you know <laughs> so i think it's just more like the way that the um uk culture is kind of set around yeah. that and apparently they had fewer qualms about sleeping with somebody early and it's also kind of low-key which again i don't think it matters mm-hmm. when you sleep with someone like sleep with somebody when you want mm-hmm. if they say they're like, yeah i'm into it then like fucking go for it yeah that was the <laughs> other thing that i didn't like about that reddit thing was because yeah. he was like some of the women were saying I was going too fast and some of them were so like, oh, what did he say? He was like, some of them were so ready to bone after 15 minutes and he was saying kind of like a derogatory way and yeah. it's like, well, you know what? Then fuck you. Like, yeah. they they don't need you yeah. then if you're just going to judge them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know? If they want to meet a willing partner that they can. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't sit there on your fucking... High horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Clippy clap. <laughs> yeah. I, <can't... laughs> I don't know why I said that. That's okay. <laughs> I liked it. Um. So, said, so in Japan, if we move over... Uh, group dates are much more common. I think that's so cute. Yeah. So it's called uh, Gaokan or Gukan. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. But uh, one person will invite some of their single friends. Another person will bunch invite a bunch of their single friends. <gasps> what a cool thing. And then they will kind of like go out. You know, maybe they might do karaoke or maybe they might go for dinner or whatever. Oh just have like a fun God. group thing. And then the people that hit it off will like exchange numbers after the fact. So it's kind of like a mixer but like maybe like less formal than like going to a space yeah. specifically like oh like welcome to our singles mixers like I just got a bunch of buddies and I, I think out. the thing that's cool about it too is it's like friends so you kind of have yeah. that mutual thing and you know they've kind of been vetted whereas like yeah. a, if you're going to like speed dating it's yeah. like who's this random dude yeah. right or like this random this random lady this guy putting on those serial killer vibes <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever it is yeah, yeah. So yeah for sure you have that like uh, that like sort of like uh, they vouched for them in a certain yeah. process. Like, oh yeah, like you're okay to be around people. So yeah. <laughs> like I'll invite yeah. you to my, my group date thing. Yeah. Um, in France, apparently they don't have like, they don't really have like dating as a thing. Usually say I'm, I'm seeing someone, someone to go on dates, meaning you're committed to that. So like if you are going out consistently with somebody, it's kind of imply that you don't need to like establish what the relationship is. You're just kind of like, I'm seeing this person and we're together. And that's yeah. kind of just like the way it is. It okay. seems like very laissez-faire. It's kind of like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, I don't, it doesn't really talk about like marriage or anything like that, but you know, that would be stressful for me. Cause it's like, it's too, like maybe too loosey goosey, but yeah, I, think I don't know. I, yeah. I think I'm the type of person where like, I like it to be pretty chill and casual until I'm like really 
into it and then i'm like okay now we gotta define yeah, what's going on for here. sure but again it's like about communication so like when you do get to that point you're like okay mm-hmm. other person what is this now because i'm feeling certain ways mm-hmm. i hope you're feeling certain ways so mm-hmm. let's see what it is and it's a lot to put on the table for sure because it's a risk but if you won't we'll never know unless you talk about it so. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> But it's a bit of a contrast to Spain, where it's, again, take this however you want it, but typically younger people live with their parents until they get married. Mm-hmm. And meeting the families is a big thing. It's like, you don't just meet the parents. Like, you meet the uncles, you meet the cousins. You meet, it's like a whole to-do, oh, wow. which I think is cool. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. always like, a, like okay, let's, let's suss out the crazy uncles, you know, yeah. the, the stoned cousins. Like, let's figure out the whole dynamic, like, right away, <laughs> yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. trying to piece it together. Which is uh, mm-hmm. kind of interesting. In Sweden, apparently they were like, if you're looking to date how you would in North America, Sweden is not for you. Oh. They're like, it's very casual. Okay. And because like the standard of living is like so good and that uh, it's affordable to live alone. Like you mm-hmm. don't need two incomes, which I think, I mean, I remember seeing a lot of p- things on like Tinder or Hinges, like looking for somebody to split rent with because so fucking expensive to live in the yeah. city whereas like there it's like no man like you can like have a comfortable lifestyle on a single income and not have to worry about it so that sort of like i guess plays into the whole fact like they don't need somebody to support them or mm-hmm. vice versa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they like going over coffees over dinners and movies like something more less uh less formal more yeah. casual type thing but if you are getting coffee with someone it's assumed that you're not getting coffee with other people. It's kind of like coffee. So like, that's kind of like that thing in France. And if you're yeah. going on dates, then you're committed to that person. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you're not going to have like five different coffee dates in mm, a couple of weeks. a lot of coffee. Yeah, it's a lot of coffee. I have one coffee every two years, roughly. You have two coffees a day. <laughs> and it's a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fair. So in the United Arab Emirates, PDA and premarital, premarital sex are technically illegal. But... Also, 85% of people who live there are foreigners, meaning they're, they're, they're expats from somewhere else. So okay. those that's a whole meshing of different cultures and, yeah. and lifestyles and, you know, belief systems and things like that. So mm-hmm. I don't really think, I mean, this is with no research done whatsoever, but I don't think they could really enforce PDA. Like, is, is a cop going to come give you a ticket if you, like, hold your partner's hand or something like that? Like, yeah. I don't... Well, I'm guessing it would be, like... I mean, because didn't Sex in the City, in one of their movies, they went there and, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was... Um, Abu Dhabi? Abu, da- Abu Dhabi, they went. And, <laughs> yeah. like, it was kind of, like, this whole thing because, you know, those yeah. ladies are pretty. But, like... Yeah, so I, I guess it's just, like, you can't be, like, overtly, like, rude about it in yeah. public and just, like, throwing yeah. yourself on your partner that's fair, yeah. just because then that's probably kind yeah. of, like, but I think, you I, have to also be respectful of the culture that's there already. And so absolutely. if you're doing shit like that, then they're probably, like, mm, please but, stop. But I feel like, too, if, like, if somebody's, like, making out, like, really intensely on the subway, people are going to give them looks, too. It's going to be, like, Ugh, uh... it's so gross. Or, like, <laughs> when the teenagers are, like, grabbing each other's butts and it's, yeah. like, please. Yeah stop and go do your homework like you are driving me nuts (laughs) exactly so moving on to india apparently and again this is based off of little research on little research but Mm -hmm. it's more conservative as arranged marriages are still common it's not exclusively arranged marriages but Mm -hmm. they still exist as we saw on that there was that netflix documentary last year or the year before about like the indian matchmaker woman oh yeah it's a really good show it was so good but uh so that's still there but Conversely, I think that's also the old view that 
people outside of India may still hold of it because Tinder is really growing in popularity there. Okay. So that maybe not necessarily they may be using it in the same like hookup way that, you know, in North America they do, but mm-hmm. it could be. Yeah. I have no data, yeah. but you know, what, that's what's there. Who's to say? Who's to say? Uh, Brazil, they like to make things official very quickly. Oh. So apparently in the one example, this Brazilian, Brazilian guy was dating this American woman uh, and he took 10 days to ask her to be his girlfriend. And that apparently was a long time because she wasn't necessarily used to having that sort of atmosphere or that sort of level of discussion after like a week. <laughs> 10 days is long? Yeah. yeah. For that? Yeah. I guess, you know, according to this one. <laughs> Do you know what it is? This makes me think of when I was in like elementary school and they'd like, you'd find out a kid had a crush on you like in the morning and yeah. then by like lunch hour, they'd be like, will you be my girlfriend? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I had that happen one time where it was like the morning and I found out this guy liked me. So then he came to ask me out. And then by the end of the day, he was like, I think we should break up. And I was like, cool. Fastest relationship (laughs) I've ever had. (laughs) Or it's like the next morning. It's like, I like Rebecca now. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it was. (laughs) But yeah, Brazil, they like like, like to move quickly. Okay. Uh, And then lastly, let's talk about Nigeria. So according to The Economist, Tinder isn't really where you would go for a serious relationship. Which, to be honest, I don't think you could go to Tinder anywhere <laughs> no. for a serious relationship. But uh, they said it's more filled with, like, uh, women looking for sugar daddies or married men looking for, like, side pieces and stuff like that. Which okay, feels so kind of same here. Same. It's the same yeah. thing. So I don't know why they kind of, like, <laughs> separated it out from everything. Yeah. But it's kind of what it is. But they say, like, singles mixers at, you know, uh, their mosques or churches is common. If they're the more, like, I guess, mainstream portion or, like, just, like, scouting out people at weddings. Because then you know, if you have a large wedding, yeah, there may be eligible singles there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, and then you got the whole family there anyway. So exactly, meet two, them all. Two birds, one stone. Exactly, just yeah. fucking propose at the end. Once you yeah, catch yeah, that yeah. bouquet, <laughs> yeah, you're done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, how we date around the world. Okay. How we date here? Yeah. I don't know if I'm super into the timelines. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, not maybe my timeline. Yeah. But, uh... I gotta go. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you later. Oh, okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Should we preface with what we're doing? You yeah. tell. Say. So this is our, our another Date Me Ben Schwartz podcast first. Where it's a field piece. <laughs> we just moved over to my kitchen, <laughs> and we're gonna eat a little bit of the last dab from the YouTube sensation Hot Ones on a cracker here. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. So what type of cracker are we eating on? So it's a Mary's gluten-free cracker okay i think it has okay. like garlic and basil Oopsies, on it i dropped some that's okay but you still have the hot sauce on it that's fine yeah okay and uh yeah this is with pepper x so apparently three million scoville which is quite hot can you smell it i can smell it yeah, yeah okay you ready okay let's... like i'm nervous now my hands are cold because i'm nervous okay. let's cheers <laughs> oh, cheers okay okay you just go you went for it uh-huh okay 
No, I hate this already. <laughs> oh my god. That's what people like, right? The chewing on microphones. <laughs> oh boy. It's ASMR. <laughs> Here it comes. It was already there. Yeah, you can feel it though, right? My face is hot. <laughs> you know, it sits there for a bit <laughs> longer than you want it to. Yeah. <clears throat> this will last about five minutes. It's going to kind of peak in a, maybe a three minutes or so, and then I'll sort of like... Is this a flavor that Idris Elba couldn't do? <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did, did he stop? I don't know. Uh, this, is like, this is like the last one, so I think they have different versions I of this I can one. feel it in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of uh, permeate your body. Are you okay? Uh-huh, I'm fine. You have oat, oat milk on the ready? Sorry, it's right over there. I don't, that's a big glass of oatmeal. Oat milk. <laughs> Makes you all loopy. You okay? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as hot as I was expecting, but it lingers. Yeah. Yeah, there's all, there's all, it's like, a, it's a, yeah, it's a, a lingery boy. A hanger on. It stays there for a while. It just kind of like has a consistently hot, high, hot burn for a while. What was the Scoville? Three million. Okay. Yeah. That's, I think, the raw pepper. I think this has the other ingredients, so it's probably closer to about maybe two, two and a half. So less than that. Yeah. But to pull it in relative space, like a jalapeno is like 40,000 to 60,000, depending on the jalapeno. So it's quite a bit hotter. What pepper was this? Pepper X. Pepper X. Yeah. They can't even give it a name. No, no. It's just Pepper X. <laughs> Elon Musk's pepper. <laughs> okay. That wasn't horrible, but I don't think I would eat more. Yeah. We just did like maybe like half a penny yeah. worth. Yeah. They don't make pennies anymore. Nobody knows what you're talking about. A so. dime? People use cash anymore? Half a dime. Yeah. Just a little, little, <clears throat> like, little uh, pinky nail size yeah. dab. A, ba a baby's nail. Yeah. <laughs> mm -mm. Okay. okay, it's simmered out. It's gone. It's like leaving my mouth now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like after a couple of minutes, kind of like. Our taper's off. Taper's off. <laughs>